On behalf of the NHL, I want to tell you how thrilled we are to return to the state of hockey. It's obvious we never should have left. Minnesota, welcome back to the NHL. In the state of hockey, we skate the frozen ponds. We live the game. Welcome from the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's attendance is 18,815. Our 27th consecutive sellout. Wildwood winning the faceoff here. Here's Spurgeon going to work. Right circle. He scores! Spurgeon scores! Takes a look. Here comes Dumba. Back Dumba off the bench. In front. Scores! And Dumba has won it for the Wild. Hit by Spurgeon. Up comes back the other way. Fiala's in for Minnesota. Fiala puts to the middle. Wait, score! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. Presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast, everybody. My name is Dev. I'm joined, of course, as always, by uh, my very handsome co-host, Zooch. (laughs) And we are going to the playoffs, baby. And the playoffs are starting soon. By by this time next week, the NHL playoffs will be starting. And it is looking more and more like the Wild are going to be playing the... Uh, Colorado Avalanche in the first round. Um, since we last saw you, the Wild uh, won two out of three games and got five out of six possible points. Uh, one against the uh, one against the Knights, where they went to OT, and then two victories in back to back in back to backs against the Ducks, both going four three in OT. Um, pretty fun, pretty electric week of hockey. Uh, mm-hmm. even if the one, the one, uh, the one game against Vegas didn't go quite the way we wanted. It, well, uh, uh-huh. it really made a nice difference. I thought it was a good, good, good week of hockey. And, uh, it really has prepped us for this upcoming final two games against the blues. what do you think of the week, uh, last week, Zooch? Uh, I'll tell you what, I really enjoy seeing, uh, our boy, the Soviet savior, uh, take down Cody white cloud, showing that he isn't afraid to get his hands dirty as well. And, yeah. uh, I'll give him about five points for the takedown as he put him. He, that guy had to have wrestled, right? He probably wrestled bears when he was a kid. Yeah. You see him, he took that guy and put him in a headlock. Cody Whitecloud had no idea where he was. He was standing there after just kind of looking there, bloody faced. Uh, I like to see that out of Kaprizov. You know, he, can, he needs to defend himself the way these guys are taking shots at him. And I thought he went out there and he scored two goals after and showed him he can do both. And, I just love it. We got a superstar here in Minnesota, and it's really exciting. The two against the Ducks, it is what it is. It's Ryan Miller's, you know, going out party. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Wild had to spoil him a little bit there. But they got the wins, and they got uh, extra playing time, right? You know, they had to send it to the extra session, mm-hmm. you know, keep their legs warm. Yeah, exactly. Especially Overall, knowing, that they, knowing that they were going to have a five-day break before the Blues. They just wanted to get as many reps in as possible. I do feel I, – I do want to touch on – the the Capri stop that that Golden Knights game was unbelievable. Usually, like a three two game, you can kind of go either way. But like that whole game was just like butthole clenching tight, like <laughs> unbelievable. You're just sitting there watching. It felt like a playoff game. It really did, and it was awesome to see how the Wild responded in a playoff atmosphere. They're down. I think it was, they were down two nothing at one point. It was definitely one nothing. Um, I think it was one. I, I, I wasn't watching. I was uh, actually at softball while yeah. we were getting blown out uh, 33 to one. And we're all running around the field like old men, but all of us are under the age of 27. Don't really know what's going on there. Hopefully this week, our legs hold up a little better for us, but um, <laughs> yeah, we are our cameraman Danks. He's yelling from the dugout as we're on the field for 25 minutes at a time, getting our asses handed to us. Hey, Kaprizov scored, and there's us idiots chanting, yeah, Soviet savior running around the field. The other team's like, who, who are we really playing right now? Do these guys even care that they're here? We don't. We're just there for a bit. But, yeah, yeah, it was a great it was a great game from what I heard. I mean, kind of sucks. It would have been nice to pull it out in regulation and give ourselves a chance to win the division, but can't be mad. First full year with this team, and it's amazing. I mean, they're, they're fun to watch. 14 losses all year. Who would have yeah. thought? 14 losses all year. The, um, 
the best record at home uh, mm-hmm. in wild history. It's been unbelievable to watch and it's been a ton of fun. And uh, so as we're looking ahead, we've got two games against the blues. Um, Puck is going to drop uh, any minute now for between Vegas and uh, Colorado for um, yep. it's going to be dropping any minute now to determine if Vegas wins, they will be the one seed, which guarantees that we will be playing Colorado. And at that point, these, uh, these next two games are largely meaningless in the sense of like, it's not going to change who we're playing, right? but it is going to give us the point of, it is going to give us, you know, allow us to figure out, is this going to maybe be home ice? And right. I think you, you pointed out uh, with, uh, with our guest, you pointed out that home ice can mean a lot, especially for this team. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how, how important are these games? Obviously Wednesday's game is going to be the national game. And then uh, the, you know, season finale will be equally important potentially. Right. I think it, I think it's important as well. Uh, we need to get Parisi going a little bit. We need to get a few guys, you know, rolling going into the playoffs, but it just keeps this momentum going. These the boys are hot right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming off that Vegas game, they lose three, two and OT. That, that, that's the number one team in the league for God's sakes. I mean, you know, you're not going to beat them many times back to back. Like we have this year, they're, they're going to get our number at one, some point, but, I think that's why the beauty of it is if we don't get them first round, you know, we can come in locked and loaded in the second round after beating Colorado. Yeah. I love it. And they're shitty, shitty fans. Mm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, Here's my question. Do you think, so I'm looking at, I'm looking back and five out of the last six games that the wild have played have gone to overtime. And the sixth game was decided in the final minute. It was that unbelievable comeback where Kaprizov and Brodine scored twice in the last minute and a half. Yeah. So like the wild have been playing full games with extra time and like they're close tight games. Do, do you think that that matters at this time of the season? I mean, I'm sure it does. It's in some capacity, but to these guys, I feel like they go out there and they play their game every night. They find themselves down to, battle back and get sent it to OT or hell win in regulation with two quick goals. Like you said, <laughs> with under a minute and a half, I, I, I don't think it means anything to these guys. They're just going out there and playing the game. They know how to play. And I hope that it comes into the playoffs as well. Cause I mean, you look back at the past, this isn't the same team obviously, but they just always struggle to score in the playoffs. It just seems like every year it's their snake bit every time they get to the playoffs. And right now they're scoring a ton of goals. So I'm hoping that just, keeps going to the playoffs I just I can't stress that enough even last year a bunch of goals in the first game and then shut out and then one goal and then the last game they scored a bunch of goals but lost in overtime mm-hmm. I, I don't think it really matters too much that's just right. my opinion I love it no I, I'm I'm I want to agree with you um I think the fact that they do have they did have a nice uh nice break to kind of get their legs mm-hmm. back I think that's going to make a bigger difference than anything. Um, but it is very, very promising. You know, I mean, we've watched enough wild games over the years that every time it went to overtime, it was like, Oh, well, wild lost this one. We got our, we got yep. our loser point at least. Yep. And it is very promising to me that, you know, at least of the, of all the games that went to overtime, the wild won most of them. Yeah. I mean, what do we only have? two or three or four OT shootout losses, not saying OT losses, but you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like where we only got the one point, gotta be something like four at the most. Yeah. As we unheard of for wild teams are usually like 23, (laughs) 19 and 10. Right. Exactly. They would be under 500. So it's a (laughs) promising group. I really hope it translates to the playoffs. I guess time will tell. We will see next week. Indeed. Well, with uh, with that, let's go ahead and toss it to to our guest. We have a uh, special guest this week is uh, our good friend Aaron Lowry, who uh, hopped on to talk a little bit about the Wild, talk a little bit about what uh, what she does with the Wild, and uh, and play a little bit of a game with us. Uh, so definitely stick around, stay tuned, and uh, here's Aaron Lowry. 
Our next guest is the epitome of a quirky personality. You know her from her work with at MN Wild and previous stops with the Twins and the Rays. She is an avid Big Time Rush super fan and the number one fan of Capital Letters. Please welcome on to the Wild Takes podcast, Minnesota Wild social media manager, Aaron Lauer. Aaron, how you doing? I am wonderful, and that is an amazing intro. Thank you so much. That is high praise. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I spent so much time working on that. So the capital letters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the best um, bit, right? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, uh, as we're we're recording this on Monday night. And uh, the Wild just came off of a lovely uh, two-game series against the Ducks um, where they uh, won both games basically exactly the same uh, and yet still somehow incredibly frustrating and now have like five days off between games. So obviously that means that your workload is a little bit lighter than, than usual, Aaron. What are you doing on, uh, on your day off? Um, well, today was pretty boring. I um, went out and did a walk with the dog, um, a little bit of grocery shopping, um, some laundry, getting ready for the road trip. But um, yeah, it was nice to just have Mother's Day and hang out with my family and all that. So um, yeah, just kind of laying low until we get back on the road. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) you won't have long, right? You think you said you were leaving uh, tomorrow afternoon? Mm-hmm. Yep. Tomorrow afternoon we head to St. Louis where hopefully we can put together some pretty okay games against the blues, but yeah, that would be, <laughs> that'd be nice. Uh, you know, it'd be great to put together some, some games where we actually look decent, but it's looking more and more like uh, it really is not going to matter how those games go because we're pretty much set in stone uh, facing the Colorado avalanche in the first round. So um, it's not a hundred percent set, but uh, Vegas is playing them at about puck drops in about 20 minutes here. And uh, whenever, whenever that happens, if they win, if they win tonight in any way, shape or form, uh, we will be playing Colorado uh, no matter what. And Just as we all thought, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I guess the first question, you know, open up to the floor here is how, do, how does this wild team stack up against uh Colorado in the playoffs obviously we know that no matter how the regular season goes we've typically had Colorado's number in the playoffs but uh you know we're seven years removed from Nino Niederreiter's overtime winner in uh game seven so I mean let's what do you guys think is going to happen as uh it's looking more and more like we're going to play Colorado uh in the first round yeah, I mean, for me, I think um, and in Kirill, we trust, right? As long as he's going, I feel like we always have a chance. Um, he's really proved to be a superstar on our team. And, um, you know, getting Kevin kind of healthy and having um, a couple of options with the guys and having most of our lines rolling, I feel good about it. Obviously, you know, we need to, you know, have good defense against that um, superstar line on Colorado. But, um, I mean, I feel like as long as the guys kind of have this like chemistry that's going on right now, I feel like um, we always have a chance. Yeah, I think they stack up pretty well against Colorado. Honestly, they got a line in uh, Erickson, Eckfelino and Greenway play really good defense. And I think they can probably pair them up against that top line. Most, you know, most shifts. That's why I'm kind of hoping, you know, you say there's nothing, nothing really to play for the last few games. We want that home ice advantage, I think. So I'd like to see Colorado go down tonight and, somehow have them lose one more game and have the wild sweep the blues get yeah, home ice I mean, in the playoffs. I think that'd be huge for the wild is the way they played on home ice is kind of unmatched right now. I agree. The, uh, the only thing with, uh, with that is I just, I keep thinking back to that 2014 series where we, I think it was every single away team, the all yeah. seven games, the away team won. So I'm just so. going to be I'm manifesting gonna... that energy. If we do wind yeah. up being the three seed, um, so, you know, we'll go down two, 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 we'll go down O2, tie it two, two, and then uh, back and forth, back and forth uh, with a game seven winner from a uh, lovely Swedish gentleman. So obviously that means that Victor Rask <laughs> is going to somehow get the winner and fulfill his destiny of replacing Nino Niederreiter in my heart. As we all predicted. Yeah. Nope. I mean, who's amongst yeah. us? <laughs> Victor Rask. Person, I hope it's God. Awesome, you know. Oh, my dog is coming in. Oh, hey, Stella. Here's Stella. Yep, this is very eventful, Zoom. Hi, can you sit down? Can you get a toy, please? Yeah, she's nine months old and still is just so obsessed with me. So we, uh, 
we're working on it but um yeah the road trips have been hard but we've got babysitters and she's just all nice still (laughs) I was gonna say so how does that work because obviously you know you can be gone for sometimes a week or two at a time how does that work with uh with a new dog yeah we so I got her um right uh, right in the fall. And so we had a ton of time before the season started to kind of do all of the puppy training. And um, I have a really good family friend who um, takes her on really long road trips and she's had dogs and they're, they're buddies. But right now I'm kind of bouncing her between um, these short trips. People are coming to stay at my house. So like my sister's coming to watch her um, when I go to St. Louis. So oh, that's great. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard, but it, it's, it'll be worth it in the summer when we're up at the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, everything's a little better in a Minnesota summer up in the cabin. Right. Yep. Agreed. Even oh, though man. mine's in Wisconsin, but still. Yeah, you know, we've all we've uh, all same, been there same before. Thing. It's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> um, Aaron, you mentioned something in you know when you were breaking down the potential Colorado series of like in in Kirill we trust. Um, earlier today, we all learned that uh, Kirill Kaprizov was the second star of the week. Um, he probably would have been the first star if, uh, Connor McDavid didn't decide to get like 31 points in two games. Um, so, I mean, other than the fact that McDavid is a superhuman, Kirill Kaprizov was, you know, the best player in the league last week. Um, you know, what, what do you think needs to happen, uh, for him to just keep that up? And obviously this, uh, this upcoming off season, we've got a lot of, a lot of work to do on the the contract. So what do you see like the 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 Kaprizov next contract looking like? Yeah. Um you know, I have no say in his contract at all, but obviously I think everybody wants I don't know. <laughs> I think I think uh you should just march over cuz you're only what? I yeah. assume I assume that the headquarters everybody's offices at headquarters yeah. are all like 10 feet apart from each other. Or yeah, I'll you just, just I'll just in. go and walk in Billy G and we'll 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 settle it all up, but um <laughs> the only thing that I'm asking for his contract negotiation is that he posts on social media once a month, so that's going to be a situation <laughs> in the contract on my end, but um I mean, obviously he's been unreal this year he's brought out I feel like just offense out of every other you know person on this team honestly like between um you know Jewel Erickson Eck and um, C1 Rask comma Victor <laughs> yeah Zuki right yeah the whole the, who, as we all thought it would totally work this way um but yeah I just think that um he gives everybody around him options to you know score and be better even we saw it with Brian Hartman the great pass that he had the other day um and so, I mean, obviously, I think we all want him to be locked up as long term as possible, but it's going to come, you know, at a very high cost. And um, even just thinking in general how the, you know, the salary cap and everything is right now, it's going to be really interesting to see um, how they all navigate it this summer. But yeah. uh, the longer, the better, I think, and as, as we all would say. No, I, I <laughs> well, it is nice that. Uh, joke. Oh, no, no, we don't need to say that. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> it is nice that Hartman, uh, we locked Hartman up with a nice team friendly deal there. So might give us a little more. Uh, leniency depending on what they do with Parisi I mean who knows yeah I, I so, say they just hand him a blank check and let him fill in the number and <laughs> we just go from there because locking that dude up long term is probably the biggest thing they've done in franchise history in my opinion but I, yeah I gotta agree with you I think you just you get a blank check and you have him write down yep. a number and then uh the good news is I'm pretty sure that the uh the Russian ruple is uh way below the dollar amount so we can just be like oh cool this is how much you get in ruples so yep there you uh, go that'll be great uh, wishful thinking yeah exactly uh you mentioned parisi what the hell are we gonna do with him man like what's going on um you know it's, it's unbelievable I've, i can't yeah. think of a time where he's not playing particularly poorly and yet so he really. still is a healthy scratch um is this all just like a head game ploy to get him to wave his no move and either we trade him to like Detroit or something and just have them handle the buyout or all the cap recapture crap or what do you what are you thinking yeah I have no idea I mean obviously I I personally really like Zach a lot he is you know a, a pillar in this community and it's kind of it's hard watching this on um, being around the team it's you can tell it's uncomfortable and so um, I'm hoping that, you know, by the time next year rolls around, um, whenever we finish, he has enough rest and 
um, can kind of kickstart kind of what he was doing before. And um, we don't have to deal with that problem for at least a little bit longer. So um, I, I personally really like Zach and I, I think that, you know, he isn't playing bad right now. It's just, we have a lot of guys that are young and kind of need the, need the time on the ice right now. Hopefully this is more of a break instead of, um, you know, something worse, but um, yeah, I, I hope that, um, I hope, I hope best for Zach, honestly. I think that um, if Zach's playing well, then that's good for our room too. Yeah. So obviously you get a chance to, you know, interact with the guys a little bit more than the typical person does. So like what, I mean, what, what is the energy like in the, in the room these days? Cause obviously like the Zach thing is kind of awkward, but at the same time, this wild team is red hot and appears to be having a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I have a little um, kind of a running joke with the guys in the bubble with me that the weirder that the guys are, the better that they play. And so you can kind of tell when things are like when you watch them in soccer, when you watch them run out onto the ice, then the songs they're listening to in the room, like they're goofy. And so I think that they're able to kind of just be free and just um, just kind of play loose. And I think that's been for the better of, of the team, to be honest. So um, we're always watching for weird stuff that happens in soccer, whether it's bones pulling out a big <laughs> pole thing and knocking out basketballs or whatever it is they're they're just having fun out there and so we we, we like it when they're weird because it usually means they're gonna play well i'm it. just hoping that uh this 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 healthy scratch deal they're lighting a fire under parisi because he he i'm i'm it's no secret i'm a huge parisi fan and i i've been on this podcast before with a very very angry rant with wild fans on how they they kind of just write them off but He's been a very good player in the playoffs. I'm ho- I'm hoping this is kind of like they're lighting a fire under his ass, and then come playoff time, he's, you know, back to normal and he's producing. Because I just think the the production is what they're looking at, right? I mean, no yeah. points in nine games, and I just I, I think I think it's gonna light a fire under his ass, and he's gonna come out and hot in this blue series. I hope he plays, and in the playoffs. So let's just hope that happens because I, yeah. I like Parisi. I'd like to see him finish his career here. I just don't know how that's gonna logistically work with them trying to lock up Fiala and Kaprizov. So. I guess we'll see. Yeah, uh, you can't forget about him either. He's just an elite defenseman, and the offensive side has come out this year. He's came to play, man. Yeah. No, it's been unreal. I mean, the the whole obviously, you know, I, I would even say that signing up uh, Je long term is probably a higher priority than even Fiala. Right. Uh, just to have, I mean, if we think. You know, you everybody. We all kind of assume that Marco Rossi is the the one C of the future. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some question marks up in the air because his health is way more important than whatever's going to happen there. But Correct. if uh, if he can come back the way that we all think that he can, um, you know, then all of a sudden you're rolling with a one a one two punch of Rossi and Je, and you get Hartman playing you know down the middle as your third or fourth guy. And hell, maybe you bring back a Bones or, you know, you know, maybe mm-hmm. keep you, you got to bring around. back Benino. Exactly. For I the mean, bit. for the bit, listen, for the, bit, for the 10K bit. <laughs> yeah. Listen, my phone explodes every time Benino touches the puck <laughs> during a game. Uh, and every time yeah. he scores, like, it was so funny. I was, I wasn't even watching live because uh, I was doing something else. And I just like, my phone was on the counter in the other room. And I heard it going off and my wife is like, are you okay? Like, did somebody in your family just die? I was like, oh, I bet Nick Benito just scored. Fair <laughs> <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> Everybody's going, do the bit, Benito, 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 Benito. Yep. I, I was at a wedding with uh, Zane and Jake and Jake was actually out on the dance floor and me and Zane are sitting off to the side and we look at each other. We're like, dude, Benito just scored. And we're, we're like <laughs> rushing, pushing fucking people out of the way. We're like, Jake, Jake, Benito scored. Get over here. And his face just lights up. We took the video and got the Benino bit out there, but yeah, he's just—he's a fun guy to watch, and he's just—he he seems to be fun around the team. I want to love something as much as Jake loves doing the Benino uh, thing. <laughs> he loves it. Dude. His face just exploded with happiness. He's like, the happiest man. God, it was—it was great. It's great too because Jake is already a human golden retriever, and <laughs> then you just add in it's the so fact true. that he gets to yell Benino at the top of his lungs. Yep. The happiest person I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's factual <laughs> statement right there. Oh man. Uh, obviously with, with a centered lineup like that, you know, that wouldn't look too terribly bad. I think everybody yep. would yep. agree that that would be kind of a, kind of a sweet little lineup. Uh, one other possible option is uh, our good friend uh, Jack Eichel is basically begging to get the fuck out of Buffalo. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he all but said, I mean, he said today in a presser that the Sabres wouldn't let him get neck surgery yeah. uh, that he said that he needed, which is never a good look. It's a little um, messy there. Yeah. Yeah. It's never, never fun. Uh, he basically said that, you know, he'll, he'll play wherever, uh, whether that's Buffalo or, or not, but at the end of the day, he's going to take care of himself and not the team, which is like, it's like, you just don't see reactions like that in, uh, in the hockey world. I think mm-hmm. Greg Wyshynski was the one that said it. It was like, I had to make sure that this was not like an NBA, uh, right. press conference that I was watching. Cause like, <laughs> you just never, ever hear guys you know, about talk about me, me, me. Yeah. So, I mean, what is it, what's it going to take for Billy to get him here, get him out of Dodge? Um, you know, is, is it even possible? He's got a $10 million contract. So that would mean yeah. that we're probably giving up somebody that we don't want to. I was going to say, I don't even know if the math checks out on that. Like I, and you know, I don't know who I've heard this from, but I mean, I, Jack, you know, he's the captain there. I don't know how the personality is like, there always seems to be kind of like questions around that. And mm-hmm. you kind of don't want to mess up a good thing that we have going on here. And like you said, if, if that um, center depth ends up the way that you, you said, I, I feel like that's, that's not a bad situation, at least for a couple of years too. So I don't know if we need to necessarily go out and do anything super crazy to get Jack Eichel, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, at the beginning of the year, I was like all on board of like, oh, let's maybe try and like swoop in and snag it. And then just watching how this team has played, um, mm-hmm. we need some serious help down the middle. There's no question about that. But I don't, I'm less and less certain that Eichel is the guy. Um, I think that if, if there's a world where we can make the money work and we can make the, uh, you know, the asset management work, mm-hmm. great. Uh, you know, putting a legitimate, scoring threat who's just sound in his own sound in his own zone putting a guy like that between Kaprizov and Zuccarello would be fucking awesome I don't think anybody would disagree with that but one thing that I was gonna say is that I I think that the other thing too is Bill has just come up with kind of some like who would have thought Cam Talbot would be the Cam Talbot that we know and so who knows this offseason he may be able to find a affordable you know center that could help us out um, in free agency. So I, I feel like we all, I have a lot more trust in Bill and kind of the decisions he's making on the hockey yeah. set too, because he's come the up way with, he's built this team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Benino Cole, same thing. Like the, he just, yep. he just seems to really be able to bring out the best in, um, kind of the players that we have and make it work. So yeah, yeah. you never know. Free agency could be yeah, and that prospect. Too. That prospect pool is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. got a lot of wingers good. again. We got, we're going to be stacked at winger. I tell you that much. Yeah, he's going to be nice to see in a wild sweater next year because he's just tearing it up at the AHL level. You got to wonder yeah. how long they're going to keep him down there. Well, with the expanded rosters, I mean, there's a pretty good chance yeah. that we see him yep. at least dress. We may not see him yeah. play, but we may see him at least be on the roster I mean, for uh, Cole, the playoffs. Kale McCarr, I almost called him Cole McCarr. Sounded like a <laughs> yeah, uh, Kale McCarr. He made his debut in the playoffs and lit it up. So I mean, never uh, know. No, I, I remember that. It was like two years ago, and he was fucking electric right away. Yeah, and you're like, was, oh, this yeah. kid is how old? He's played in the yeah, league for how long? Oh, this right. is his second game ever? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Unbelievable. Good for you, man. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> right there with you. Um, that's also like Boldy's game is so similar to what Parisi built his mm-hmm. bread and butter on that yep. I, I do think that that's kind of part of why Parisi's being kind of skirted out um a little better shot on him i'd say yeah but i mean at the same time the circles too yeah exactly at the same time though like you know parisi has also proven that he's he's down to at least try and help he's not going to be like Mm -hmm. a salty little bitch about it yeah he's such a hard worker yeah Yeah. he's gonna do whatever he possibly can in the playoffs so i i have a ton of faith in zach i'm also i mean supporter too yeah he's a he's been an elite playoff guy on our roster for many mm-hmm. years he's always the top player when we make the playoffs look at that winnipeg series a few years back when he was playing in the three games they were right with him and he went out and they got blown out mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he was playing with like a broken back too it was unbelievable yeah he was yeah he's yeah. had some tough luck tough luck with injuries he really very has. much so um all right so as we're kind of I want to, before we get too, too carried away, uh, reminiscing and being sad about Zach Parisi, I want to try and lighten the mood a little bit. 
uh, with a little with a little game uh, that uh, I like to call Two Truths and a Lie, uh, Wild Edition, of course. Uh, it's a, it works exactly how the name suggests. Uh, you two are going to go head to head. It's going to be best of seven. Aaron, because you're our guest and uh, Zooch is a gentleman, uh, you are going to get to go first. Um, All right. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to uh, read seven, uh, well, 21 statements uh, in groups of three, seven and seven total like pairings. And then I'm going to say, uh, you know, which one is the, which one is the lie? Uh, whoever gets uh, gets it correct uh, gets a point, and whoever has the most points at the end wins a prize of of some sort. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. With uh, with that in mind, let's uh, let's get going. All right. So, number one uh, statement. <clears throat> number one. Uh, prior to this season, the Wild rookie assist holder was Philip Kuba. VH1 legend and Skid Row frontman Sebastian Bach's brother once played goalie for the Wild. And last but not least, John Cena has publicly said, if I were a hockey fan, I would be a Wild fan. Which one's oh, the lie? Boy. Aaron, you get to guess first, and then I'm going to oh, reveal it no. after Zooch guesses. Are we guessing the lie or the fact? You guess you the lie. Guess the lie, got you, okay. So you're going to guess the lie. Um <clears throat> And, uh, and then once, so Aaron's going to guess first, then Zooch guesses. And once you, once you both guess, I will then reveal which one is the, uh, which one is the, is, is the lie. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say the second one is a lie. So you're going to say VH1 legend, Sebastian Bach's brother did not play goalie for the wild. Yes. Okay. He was in trailer park boys too, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> uh, I think it's the John Cena one. All right. Uh, Zooch is correct. As far as I know, John Cena has never publicly said anything. Uh, Bummer. Yeah. In my, in my notes, uh, in my notes for that, like all of them, I have to like remind myself which one is the lie. And uh, so in my, in my notes, I said, I just made this shit up. <laughs> I, I actually was going to guess the second one. We, we can't confirm it, that John Cena has never said that. Right. Though, That's so. I did say publicly said, so <laughs> I, I, I did cover my ass there. You can maybe go find something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Everybody just kind of find find it. It's gonna be great when like the John yep. Cena fan accounts start DMing me, be like, actually, in 2014 in yeah. uh, Duluth, Minnesota, he was talking to he was pandering to the crowd and mentioned this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um. All right. Number two, Kevin Fiala speaks five languages, including German. The first captain of the wild was Sean O'Donnell and Andrew Burnett scored the first wild goal on home ice. Aaron, which one's the lie? I think it's the second one. Okay. So Sean O'Donnell is not the first captain. Zooch, which one, which one is the lie? It's gotta be the third one, right? It was Darby Hendrickson who scored the first goal at home. That is correct. It was Darby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so Zooch is off to a, uh, of me. He's off to a two nothing lead. Why did I? Why did I think that somebody else scored the first goal at home ice? I don't know. Uh, Me and Bugstad are struggling with home ice goals. <laughs> he did the same thing. That's good. I'm telling you, my wild knowledge is like three years, and that's it. <laughs> hey, you're doing great, uh, except for the fact that you're zero and two so far. Zero and two, yeah. Here we go. All right, but uh, that's why it's best of seven because it's not over till exactly. it's over. Uh, number three, Aaron. The Minnesota Wild have ended Patrick Waugh's career twice. Miroslav's, <clears throat> sorry, these are all play, and then I'm going to list a bunch of players, and these are all players who have played at least one game for the Wild. Miroslav Slot, Satin, Satan, Ladislav Benyasek, Branko Redivojevic, and Cal Clutterbuck. And then the final one is Marion Gabrick was the Wild's first All Star. Oh. oh, can you say read the second, read the first one again? The first one is that the Minnesota Wild have ended Patrick Waugh's career twice. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I'm struggling with this. I know that's a joke, and so it's not a joke. That, that is one. technically true. No, that is true. Okay. Yeah. I... Oh, shit. I just spoiled it. But anyway. Three. Go with three. Okay. There's no Zooch. way that second one's a lie. Zooch, Too many Ah, oh, see, I was leaning the other way. It has to be the second one. There's I no way. I feel like way he he had to have put one in there that like they're like 
these names all sound ridiculous and not even real. So that's got to be the true right. one. No, They're I, all I, real names. They still... are. I didn't make up any names. Those are all real names. It's just a matter of if they played for the wild or not. It's the, it's got to be the second one. Okay, yeah, Zuch is right. However, <laughs> it is important for you to know that of the four names that I listed, only Miroslav Satan, uh, which I think it's actually pronounced Sh- Shatan or Shatan, but only Shatan. Miroslav. He's the only one that uh, didn't actually play for the Wild. Everybody oh, else boy. played at least one game. All right, so Zuch is up three nothing. <sighs> About to Man. sweep this like the wild. I was gonna say this is round. just like uh, the rundown where I got Whoa. I went over. <laughs> hey, it's not <laughs> over till it's over. All right, it's all in good fun. It's going over very well. <laughs> it's not over till it's over. Uh, all right, number four. Ryan Suter has two dogs that are named Favre and Aaron. Jacques Lemaire has eight Stanley Cups as a player, and the Wild have a prospect in the pipeline whose real nickname is the Piss Missile. Well, I know the third one's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I wish I knew more about Suter's dogs. I, I, I missed the player pets <laughs> the year that he, we had him. So I've been just going too, so I guess two. All right. See, one, I feel like it is two because one, he's from Wisconsin. So but you know I, I what? Mean, he, he has gonna, to be a Packer fan. I'm gonna right? sw- I'm gonna switch my answer. I think it's one, I think one's wrong. Okay. Zooch. What was the second one again? Uh Jacques Lemaire has eight Stanley Cups as a player. I know that's true because I got that wrong in our on the the charity stream we did. I looked like an absolute idiot. Uh, uh it's it's one. Yeah, you're both right. I was All like, right. oh, I know one of them. I think it's one's dog yeah. is Favre. Oh, it right? is Favre. And then the other one is uh, the other one is Hunter. Hunter. Okay. I was like, oh, I know he has two dogs. And I knew Favre was right. But I was like, yeah. mm, Aaron doesn't sound right. All right. Number five. That's the dog question, right? Yeah, that's important. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Number five. Kevin Fiala's father's name is Yan. Miko Koivu is the Wilds all-time leader in the following stats games played points assists and penalty minutes and last but not least the wild have six different players to ever score more than 30 goals in a season six players all time oh i'm worried now Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's two because I don't think he leads in uh, penalty minutes, but that's just me. I'm a huge Koivu guy. I don't think he led in penalty minutes. There's Part no of way. me is leaning towards the Kevin question because I want to say his, his dad, his grandpa's name is Jan. Ugh. I'll go with one. Why not? I'm going two. All right, we got our difference here. And... It is, in fact, Koivu. His father's name is Jan. Dude, I, but, uh, I am a Koivu buff, dude. I, Koivu, Koivu, is, uh, Koivu is third in uh, penalty minutes. So just strictly from who's one? Do you know played, who's one? Do, huh? do you know who's one? I do. His name is Matt Johnson. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, so Zuch, you – you uh you took that and uh with with that actually Zooch is five and oh so far. <laughs> uh Aaron, Aaron, you're one for five and uh Zooch Trivia's is going well. This is Zooch this is, is all five, which is very impressive. It's like the uh, dog fire meme is me. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Um, I'm really good with stats, clearly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm a little disappointed in myself because obviously I didn't make it hard enough for Zooch. Uh, so <laughs> next time we do this, I'll have to make it extra hard. That's what she said. Anyway, yeah, you do it mean I was gonna say the same thing, but I was like, I'm gonna hold back. All right, number uh, six, buddy. number six, former right. wild winger JT Brown's first goal in the 2012 World Championship tournament was against Kazakhstan. Nordy is currently wearing pants right now, and he was introduced after the Wilds' run to the Western Conference Finals in the 03-04 season. And last part of number six, Charlie Coyle holds the record for most consecutive games played at 316. 
Can you read the second question again about Nordy? Yeah. Uh, so it's a two-parter. Uh, part one is that he is uh, currently wearing pants right now. No, he's not. And uh, <laughs> and he was introduced after the Wilds run to the Western Conference Finals in the 03-04 season. Aaron? <laughs> I have no idea. These... I'm going to uh, go with the third one. Okay. Zooch? It's two, right? It is two, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't introduced till like seven or eight years ago, wasn't he? It was uh 08 was when Nordy was introduced. Oh, a lot and longer honestly, I thought me saying that he wasn't wearing pants would be a dead giveaway. Aaron, you even said it. You were like, Oh, he's of I course. didn't think that, that was a thing. <laughs> I you were just throwing that in there. <laughs> All right. Him and well, Kevin Fallness have a great I mean, too. Nordy's, Nordy's never wearing pants, so I know. I was trying to give you have that one be kind of a gimme, just because the other two are kind of what the hell. I was like mostly blown away by the fact that the record for games played consecutively is coils. Yeah, that seems. See, that almost threw me off because I would have guessed Koivu just because I he guessed played Koivu so many damn well. games. Yeah. But, if I didn't know any better, I would have guessed Koivu as well. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, last uh, last but not least, uh, Aaron, this is just for pride. And uh, Zooch, this is for a chance to uh, to go 7-0 and on this. You should have uh, had him going first... against their friend that got 4 out of 7. Would have had a better <laughs> shot than me. Hey, you know, that's, that's what we're saying here. <laughs> so, uh, all right, here we go. Number 7. Uh, all of these teams – uh, were at one point affiliated with the Wild. The Austin Ice Bats, the Orlando Solar Bears, the Louisiana Ice Gators, and the Houston Arrows. Number two is Kirill Kaprizov, won three Gagarin Cups while playing with uh, Cheska in the KHL. And our good friend Joel Erickson Eck has a little brother who plays goalie for the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, Jesus. Do you want to go first to give me a hint at what maybe? Yeah, no. <laughs> this is this is about the only one I don't think I. I, yeah. I have a I have a good uh, feeling that I'm pretty sure three is right is correct. I don't know if he plays goalie though. That's where I'm worried. His name's like all Ollie Erickson. We just follow him on Instagram. If you'd ask me what their Instagram handle is, where I would have been way better at this game. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind for the next time you're on. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like there's just too many teams in that first one for it to make any make make sense. Uh, you want me to go over the teams again? Yeah, maybe. The Austin Ice Bats, the Orlando Solar Bears, the Louisiana Ice Gators, and the Houston Arrows. Uh, same thing with the players uh, that I did before of like players who had played for the Wild. Um, these are all real teams. It's just a matter of if they were. Uh, affiliated with the wild or not i didn't make up any new teams you see this is where my knowledge prior to like 2007 comes because i know that the houston arrows were one of our i'm going one i don't think all the no way those all those teams were affiliated with us in 20 years it seems a little excessive but i again again? uh kirill kaprizov won three gagarin cups playing for uh cheska i think is how you actually pronounce it but siska uh in the khl putin's favorite team yeah it's putin's (laughs) team the team that he played for for the last uh three or four years or i guess yeah five years because he signed the extension winning three cups in five years over there Hmm. i'll just pick that one to be different okay Well, good job, Aaron, because that is correct. Um, that is the Damn. that is the lie. So <laughs> that one's it's a little bit of an asterisk. Um, I ha- I originally had it as they won two cups, <clears throat> in, uh, and but then uh, technically they were awarded the championship last year, even though the cup itself was mm-hmm. not awarded because uh, they shut down the season with COVID, and they basically said you guys are way better than everybody else. Here, yeah. you guys win but they didn't they technically were an get it. powerhouse. They were an unbelievable – I mean, they, yeah, Kaprizov yeah. was putting up like four – it was unbelievable. He 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 led the league in scoring three years in a row. 
He's he's and their goalie who plays now for was it Sorokin Sorokin something like yeah, that yeah Ilya Sorokin yeah I mean he's he was just unbelievable as well so I mean mm-hmm. not really a surprise there yeah so they uh, they got one asterisk cup they won one cup and then they lost one in the cup finals and Putin killed mm-hmm. um, at least half of their families <laughs> see I still think that's why Kaprizov was over there so long Putin was like no way we are not letting you walk. You are staying here as long as possible. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, so does take it to him. They're like, we're keeping him forever. It's very fair. All right. Well, the final score is uh, six to two in favor of uh, in favor of Zooch. So close to the uh, perfect score. We'll have to have you uh, test that one out the uh, the next time that we play this Zooch. But uh, thanks for playing along. It was a fun fun little. Uh, a little game I thought anyway I had fun coming up with this uh goofy shit a lot of stats stack guy uh stack guy dev stack guy dev that's right yeah, there we and go. you know what the real two truths and a lie are the friends that we made along the way <laughs> yeah for the bit <laughs> for the bit exactly yeah that was really stupid um well anyway on that note we do want to say thank you so much for for your time aaron uh, i know that uh you you gotta you gotta get running we gotta get running so uh very much want to say thank you for your time uh the last thing before you go is as like a parting gift we ask every single guest uh as they're as they're leaving what their wild take is so oh, you boy. can interpret that however you will you mm. what's your wild take aaron lowry my wild take is that Kirill Kaprizov is going to post about the Minnesota Wild within the next seven days. That feels like insider info. <laughs> I'm going to make him <laughs> He's going to break his uh, break his silence and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There's some insider info slash a wild. There you go. <laughs> so if there's any bets in Vegas, we should uh, we should definitely take yeah, them. post on social media. Everybody find this, find this prop bet. And the three of us will, uh, the three of us will all place our bets before the podcast goes live. And if you're listening, hopefully you're listening right, right after the podcast drops so that the bookmakers don't have a chance to adjust what he should say. Cause yep. (laughs) You need something. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thanks, Aaron. Uh, where can people go to find you and support support you and the, the work that you do for the team and all of that good sure, stuff? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Lowry underscore and then follow the wild on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, all the fun places. So thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming yeah, on. It was great having you. The company was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and safe travels. Watch out for uh, soccer balls during pregame. Oh, too. gosh. the better right (laughs) yeah exactly awesome thanks aaron all right thanks guys we'll see you later and big thanks to aaron lowry for stopping by the wild takes podcast we uh always it's uh, i've gotten to know her really well over the you know this past season and it's been just a real treat and it's super fun to see all the different things that she's brought to all the energy the energy that she's brought to to wild Twitter that is uh, historically not a very positive place, but now uh, obviously the team itself plays a large part of it. But secondly, from that is, you know, the main account is just so like pleasant to be around and yep. at the same time, not afraid to, you know, clap back and dunk on the haters. Yeah, interacting with fans, you know, that's, that's always a big thing to do. You love seeing your favorite team reply to your tweet or something like, like mm-hmm. your tweet, just a big thing. Positivity, right? exactly love around here yeah so uh you know that's gonna just about do it for uh for this this uh this week's episode of the wild takes podcast but obviously before we head out there is one last order of business we gotta handle hand out our wild takes of the week zooch what do you got for us uh this doesn't really you know this isn't a this year's wild take but uh kirill kaprizov is going to shatter the all-time points record for the minnesota wild uh next season that is my wild take, and I don't think it's going to be close. I think he's going to absolutely shatter it. This kid's game-breaking, and he's got uh, fire unlike this team's ever seen. So let's hope that he shatters our playoff points record first and then does the regular season points next season. I like it. Um, that's funny. So we we actually don't plan the, the wild takes part of this to uh, kind of surprise each other. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
So it's, I do think it's kind of funny that uh, mine is actually very, very similar. Um, well, here we go. <laughs> as we were looking up, as I was looking up stats for the, I was looking up stats for the, uh, the two, two, uh, two truths and a lie bit. And mm-hmm. uh, I came across that the all time, the all time uh, leaders for most goals scored in a season is 42, which we know Eric, uh, Eric Stahl, Eric Stahl. Matched, matched that a couple of years ago. Uh, tying Marion Gabrick's record from the 0708 yep. season. Um, those two are the only uh, wild players to eclipse uh, 40 goals in a season. And my prediction is that next year Kaprizov becomes the third. That is yeah. my that is my wild take. Um, just watching how his offensive game has developed just in the back half of this season. Right. Um, in the last 11 games, he is producing at a one, a one goal per game and like a two and a half point per game pace. He's been unbelievable. I don't know if that necessarily holds up for the whole season, but he, his growing pains in the NHL, he he's here now. Kirill Kaprizov yeah. has arrived and that's not a surprise yep. to anybody. And it's crazy that I'm saying that when his, debut game was a three-point night with an OT winner um but the player that we saw then and the player that we see now is so much different Mm -hmm. it it sounds crazy to say because he was already at such a high end high level from a skill standpoint but now we're just seeing how his game is elevating and theoretically next year we're going to have better line mates for him at least in the middle. So, you know, he'll be either playing with a JEE or, you know, hopefully a Rossi or maybe we pull some sort of crazy Jack Eichel trade, or maybe we bring in like a Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who knows, but I'm predicting that in the uh, 21, 22 season, Kirill Kaprizov will not only uh, match the, become the third player to score more than 40. I think he breaks the uh, goal record in a season. It's kind of crazy what Eric Stahl, the kind of 360 he's done. <laughs> yeah. If you man. look at this year, he has been not effective. Wild and we fans can blame... very, very angry about getting rid of him. I remember seeing a bunch of guys saying, oh, Johansson. Well, Johansson's got more points than him in about half the games played. So, yeah, you guys can say what you want. I think Billy G knows what he's doing. And to your point, I think he brings in someone to play in between Kaprizov. And, yes, he completely shatters a goal record and point record for the Wild. So the goal, the goal record is 42 and the point record, I just looked it yeah, up. I, he's got what? He's 83. Got 30. He's got like 30 and almost what a quarter or about over half a season, just about over half a season, a yeah. normal season. So he's uh yeah, he's just shy of 30 right now. And um, his, uh, his points pace right now is, uh, is actually pacing to, to uh, match Gabby's total from the 07, 08 right. season. He's, right. And that's with his kind of, I mean, he's gone through a couple droughts, not like extensive droughts, but I mean, yeah. for a player like that to not get a point in two or three games in a row, we're like, okay, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Then he'll just explode and put up three, and you're like, all right, never mind. <laughs> Wild fans wanted him to shoot more at the beginning of the season, and he's like, all right, I'll show you. He That's- listened, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that'll do it for, uh, for the uh, Wild Takes podcast this week. Uh, once again, I am Dev. Feel free to give me a uh, give me a follow on the Twitter sphere uh, at Minibama, as in Minnesota and Alabama, the state, not the college, because fuck those guys. War Eagle. Zooch, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, 10K Zooch, and also give a follow to 10K Takes. Absolutely. Got to support uh, got to support the brand. So once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Wild Takes podcast, once and once again and always and forever, powered by 10,000 takes, 10K takes, baby. Uh, we will see you next week. Has to hold his ground. Fiala fire, save, rebound, they score! The thrill does it again! Edward Reeman, 5-5! Five, five. Brodin a shot, he scores! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes.